If you like baseball, then this is your show. Noah and Brian and Adam will host. Trashing on the umps and making hot takes. We love Joe Panic because he rakes. Yeah. We're back! It's non-stop baseball <laughs> podcast. What's up, everyone? We are back. Episode 47 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Here I am, Noah, alongside me. We got Brian and Adam. And before I even ask you how you guys are doing, I just want to state it is a beautiful day today for several reasons. One, I'm almost done with my ed TPA, which is a big part of me getting my teaching credential, but who cares about that? The real big reason is because I have a public apology to make. Um, yes, you do. And I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that I have to make this apology. You know, we pride ourselves in being many things, a tenders pod, a cron pod. We're also an on pod. We're an honest right. podcast here. You forgot we are a Joe Panic podcast. We're a Joe, well. <laughs> we're, we're a Joe Panic pod too. That's first and foremost. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but last, last episode, um, Adam made a comment about how he believes the Rangers are going to win the division partially because they're going to get so sick of losing as they have recent years that they're just going to will it to win. And I responded, I responded with a comment saying, based on my experience and my softball team, which has gone season and a half without winning a game, doesn't always work out where you get so sick of losing that you just win. Well, I'm here to admit that I was wrong. Because last night, <laughs> we won our first softball game in over a season and a half. And uh, Brian and I were out there swinging that thing. I don't, I don't, I think we may have gotten out once combined between both of us. Um, in and two we were, games. Yeah, two games. We only won one of them. Don't be a fool. <laughs> don't, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. But. Yes. And, you know, maybe last night sparked my hope in the Rangers. I just I'm not going to say want to say that I, I can't believe that you underestimated the power of believing in yourself. <laughs> I know as a teacher, too. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Brian, Adam, how are you guys doing? Dude, oh, doing even great. better now. <laughs> I'm doing great. I believe in our softball team as much as the Rangers now. So take that for what you will. Um, Sounds like a number one finish to me. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, Yeah. Never thought my back would hurt so much after two softball games. I am indeed getting old. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah. Brian was just going around the dugout being, I'm locked in right now, guys. I'm I was. <laughs> and I was hitting some bombs, bro. <laughs> I one-hopped the fence. I was feeling it. Oh, yeah. I was in I was in full Mamba mode, which was fun because it's been a long time since I've been able to <laughs> feel that <laughs> level of competition. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we have a very exciting episode for you today. Uh, quick uh, shout-out to the social media sites we got. Instagram and Twitter at nonstop BB pod, hit us up on there. Um, we're going to want your, uh, input as the season goes on. Uh, but we're here today to break down the AL and the NL East divisions, which are crazy. It's one of those episodes for 
for me where it's like, I took notes a couple of days ago. I don't know if I'm going to stick with them because it's, <laughs> it's such a toss up, but I'm committing. <laughs> I took these notes like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That's but, interesting. I'm just kidding. I did. I did make some changes. So okay. yeah, well, not a, not complete committing. Um, but, uh, before we get into that, we kind of have a, a, a haul of news compared to the last two episodes. Um, we got, we'll kind of quickly run over them. And if some of them stick out to you guys, you could just, uh, talk about them. We got Pujols to the Cardinals on a one-year deal. We got Archer to the twins, Kimbrel to the Dodgers for AJ Pollock, uh, our umpires are going to be wearing um, microphones, so we actually know what's going on after a replay review. The extra inning runner is officially back. Uh, and then Sean Manaya to the Padres. And then some Jacob deGrom news, which we will cover when we get to the Mets. But any of those you guys would like to touch up on? Dude, I want to start with pools to the Cardinals. Like, everything about that is so right. It's just It's just good. It's good for baseball. It's good for the universe. Everything is right again. Pujols coming back in, in Cardinal Red. That's, yeah, it's correct. And you know what? It won't happen, but I would love nothing more than Pujols to hit 30 home runs and then right off into the sunset after the season. You know what that would also mean, right, Brent? Yes, I do. You want to say it? Pujols would, well, I don't know if, what you're thinking, but I think if with 26 home runs, Pujols would achieve 700 home runs in his career. Yes. So big, big. That's what I was thinking. Nice. Exactly. Nothing else. Um. <laughs> I mean, Archer to the twins. I'm not, I think much to talk about there. Archer was a really fun pitcher when he was on. It's been a while since we've seen him on. He's a part of one of the worst trades in baseball history, <laughs> but I'm hoping he could find it and then he could make these twins a fun team and keep Correa on that team the whole year. Honestly, it's, I don't think Correa is getting traded as much as you do personally but i think this is a perfect move for the twins i mean it's by low we've seen what archer could do so if he could just tap into some of that i don't know yeah yeah i mean it's it's definitely one that if it uh if it pans out on like the upside of how it could pan out the, the twins are definitely very very scary with archer yeah and then uh kimbrel to the dodgers for aj pollock for me i got this as a win-win the white Sox get a three-win outfielder last year um and then the dodgers get that closer that they've been looking for could also be a lose-lose because Pod pollock could easily be injured for a lot of this year and kimbrel i don't know could could just uh That'd i don't know return to what he was a year and a half ago or so when he was really struggling i think or even second half of last year I, I agree with you that it's like a win-win at the moment, but I think when you consider what the White Sox gave up to get Kimbrel originally, I think it's kind of overall a loss for the White Sox. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Well, yeah, I, I mean, what they gave up. <laughs> they gave up Madrigal, who's like the young prospect, and he's looking good for the uh, Cubs, plus like another prospect or two. And it's just it was a big package at the time for a relief pitcher that they got twenty-four appearances out of. Like, yeah, that's. That's an L, but in terms of this deal, I think it's a win. Yes, I agree. Hmm. What were you going to say, Adam, about it? Oh, I mean, I was just going to say, like, I, I think that what the White Sox gave up at the time, obviously, you might be able to make that argument that it ends up being a net loss overall. Um, but the fact that it is a 
either a net win or a, or a breaking even right now. The White Sox team that I think we already expect to win their division. Um, you know, I think it's hard to say that they lost at any at any level of it. That's fair. I do want to add that uh, in Kimbrel's first appearance with the Dodgers, he gave he up got four absolutely runs to the schmacked. And I'm here for that. <laughs> oh, also breaking news on the podcast. The Chicago White Sox and Toronto Blue Jays are in agreement on a trade that will send catcher Zach Collins to the Blue Jays in exchange for Reese McGuire. Whoa. Yeah. It's, breaking, uh, breaking it's a news. good old bench depth trade. <laughs> yes. Lefty catcher for lefty catcher. But, yeah. I mean, we'll get into this in Toronto. I actually like that trade for the Blue Jays. I think that I lefty like catcher, too. That lefty mm-hmm. catcher gives their lineup a added dimension. And they yeah. kind of, looking at their lineup, they kind of needed a bench catcher. <laughs> Yeah, I just told Reese McGuire to beat it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's no fine. Comment. I mean, I mean, it, Reese McGuire is fine, but also the the Jays, you know, pretty regularly swap just between their top two catchers in in Danny Jansen and uh, uh, Alejandro Kirk. So I, I don't, you know, Reese wasn't getting a ton of playing time anyway. So. Yeah. Do you think Kirk becomes more of a primary DH now that this trades happen? Um, I don't know. It'll sort of we'll talk about this depend on other stuff, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, umpires wearing microphones uh, to break Lit. down replay rulings. I think just thumbs up. I don't know if you guys have anything to add other than the word "good." <laughs> yeah, no, it just yeah, adds definitely a, good. Just adds another dimension to watching baseball games. That's just cool like one of the best things that ever came out of the xfl when the xfl came back was that all of the like replay process was like broadcast like the refs talking the people in the in the booth talking all of that um and it was really nice to actually get their like breakdown of things because then you you don't just get the and, and obviously this might this is a little bit different in football because there's sort of the difference between like overturning and upheld versus you know little intricacies like that but being able to hear the decision making process is is really nice yeah for sure and then i also um, i guess building off that though what adam just said it'll be interesting to see how they use it like do they use it in that aspect do they use it for like replay aspect i don't know we still have to see how they're going to use it it's just cool to see that they actually are implementing it yeah you're definitely going to get some umpires just go call stands yeah you know (laughs) and that's i don't know Whatever, but um, extra inning runner on second base is back for this yeah. season. Um, I think that's something, especially once we get into the season, have some extra inning games. We'll probably bring up a little bit more. We've talked about it, um, kind of being indifferent to it, uh, understanding the value of keeping players healthy. But um, unless you guys have anything you're dying to say right now, I think it's with how big I think this episode is going to be. I think it's a good thing to. Yeah, best oh, left, I think, yeah. until later. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing that just happened this morning, I believe, or last night, can't remember, Sean Manaya traded to the Padres. Still haven't seen the return on that yet. I don't know if you guys have any word on that, but that's a big um, get for the Padres. It's like, I think it's like the number 11 and number 20th prospect in their system, so nothing it was, too crazy. Mm, yeah, prospects again. <laughs> yeah, so two prospects. I mean – it Sean Maya actually pitched against the A's today for the Padres. He's got a, he and, still has his A's glove too. <laughs> yeah, and the A's fans applauded him at when he got taken out the mound by Bob Melvin to Oakland Whoa. A's legends. Whoa. <laughs> yep. 
Whoa. <laughs> Did I just blow and, your mind right there? <laughs> yes, you just blew my mind. And they also got jerks and profile. <laughs> Another <laughs> Oakland. Another Oakland legend, baby. Legend. <laughs> that's crazy i mean good for the padres to get manaya nice steady presence it's he's i mean that messed up some of my notes though because i was definitely saying this team's gonna go out and get manaya get but now i guess i have to say they're gonna go out and get montas now <laughs> who's apparently the opening day starter yeah wink wink if he's on the roster yeah who knows <laughs> we will see at this point sure. yeah it's awesome um, so you guys feeling NL AL? Where are we going first? I kind of want to go AL, but I'm. We cool have done that. NL every time, so. So let's do AL. No, <laughs> I think oh. we just stick with NL. I I I had some fun in both divisions. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think both are are very interesting. The East in general is just very interesting. It's yeah, it's total. It's just hilarious because like my notes. I would like talk why this team could be number one, why they could also be fourth. And then it's like, I support both things. And then I go one. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. I contradict myself a bit. Well, in L it is, who do you guys have in first? Reigning world champs. Okay. What about you? I have the, I have the Mets. Ooh. Oh, that's weird. I have the Rangers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I also have the Braves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Champs until they aren't. You got to leave them. For me, just, it's yeah, a respect I, uh, that you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's not even just like, oh, it's a respect thing. They're the reigning world champs. But I mean, they won a World Series with without arguably their best player. <laughs> I that know, Acuna back on the team. And then, you know, you do lose Freddie Freeman, but you replace him with Matt Olson. Yeah. Um, you know, they renewed pretty much that entire outfield, Duval and, and Rosario. Before um, we get too into it, let's go through the rest of the teams. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to cut Fair. you off there. No, no, it's uh, all good. We'll, we'll, yeah. Got excited. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Second place, who do you guys got? New York. Oh, Phillies. What about, I got the Phillies as well. And then. Wow, so we're all going kind of a little bit direction. This is interesting. So third I think place. What if we're all the same page for three? I hope so. No, I sadly I am not. Third place, I have the Mets. Phillies. Got the Marlins. I oh man. Fourth place, I have the Marlins, which if you remember my bold take from like four or five episodes ago, I said they would get second place and I'll have them <laughs> in fourth. So yep. I've got the Marlins in fourth as well. Who do you have in fourth, Noah? I have the, the Braves in fourth. Braves in fourth. Wow. wow. That is a little bit harsh. Noah, I, I think, <laughs> listens to my hot takes last episode and thinks that he needs to compete. Well, with oh, both just of these, wait till we get to the ALEs. Both of these divisions, I mean, last, like, mm-hmm. the, the fourth place could have 88 to, like, 91 wins, as we saw with the Blue yeah. Jays last year oh, in true. fourth place with the 91. It's it doesn't true. necessarily mean I, I don't think they're winning – ball games it's just yeah, this yeah. Division's tough. no no it's fair yeah i yeah and then it we all have the same game. last place team national who cares about them they're they suck yeah they're bad one soda is great one soda is awesome that's all i gotta say but that's about it <laughs> um so let's start with the braves two of us put them in first yeah yes. I mean, and i already champs. started talking about them <laughs> and yeah now do you want to resume <laughs> yeah yeah i mean so i was talking about yeah they, they they bring back that outfield that they signed you know um obviously acuna coming back Pitching staff is a super steady one. Uh, you know, Freed, Morton, and Anderson are, are a really good starting trio. 
they had Colin, uh, Colin McHugh and uh, Kenley Jansen in the bullpen. Um, last year, they, they had an 88-win division win. That's, you know, where they ended up. I think that they'll probably do a little better. I think they're, I think they're a 92-win team, somewhere around there. But, you know, it's a, it's a defending champ, and it's a defending champ that I think got better over the offseason. So I, I just I see them winning again. Yeah, so they lost Freddie Freeman. They also lost Jock Peterson and Jorge Soler. So that is true. Jorge Soler, I mean, that he was a key part of their postseason run. Like, his home run he hit against the Astros was like, dude, that literally, like, ended the game when, like, the whole bench is on the field. Like, that's one of my favorite playoff moments of the last couple of years. I love it. Freddie Freeman's the heart and soul. They did add a lot of guys, so I was looking through it. They added Alex Dickerson from the Giants. He's a left-handed bat. He kind of, I guess he's like the Jock Peterson type replacement. Matt Olson replaces Freddie Freeman. Uh, and then they have a ton of pit uh, relievers they brought in. So they brought in Kenley Jansen, you mentioned. They ca- brought in Colin McHugh. They also brought in Darren O'Day. They brought in Tyler Thornburg. And they brought in uh, Jay Jackson from the Giants, who was actually very underrated and solid. And yeah, man. Jay Jackson's actually on the 60-day IL, so we won't see him anytime soon. So I don't know why I mentioned him. They also brought in Kirby Yates. Dude, they brought in so many relievers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing that I think is a truth in a vacuum is that Freddie Freeman should have been a brave for life. Yes. I think we could all agree on that. But in that same vein, I also think that it's true that the Braves made the correct baseball move in going after Olsen and extending him. Yes. I mean, just such a solid dude, great hitter, defender, and he's from Atlanta, dude. Like, you represent your whole hometown. That's pretty sweet. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's a solid lineup, as you mentioned. I think Austin Riley is that guy, pal. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking Brian's Kool-Aid. I'm ready for Dickerson to tear up that DH slash, like, fourth outfielder spot. Um. And I, I really like the uh, Manny Pena, Travis Darno catching tandem they got going. Um, so what's yeah. the butt? <laughs> well, the, I mean, there's a lot of other good teams in this division. But then also, I think the rotation is solid. But I do think there's some question marks, not exactly guarantees in there. I think Freed's going to do his thing no matter what. You could just pencil that in, you know. Charlie Morton, you're expecting it, but the dude's also 38 and just broke his leg uh, in the World Series. Um, yes. uh, he'll pitch with a broken leg. Yeah, and he already they're has. They're still missing Mike Soroka, which is tough. Yeah, you have no idea what you when you're going to get Soroka back. It's saying soon, but you don't know what you're going to get from him, how long you're going to get him for. And then you're just uh, expecting Ian Anderson and Enoa to continue their progression which they've shown good glimpses, but those are also young guys. Don't know exactly what you're going to get from them. Um, yeah. And the, I mean, the bullpen solid too. They added McHugh who had a really good year last year. We'll see if he can keep that up. Um, I think this bullpen's nasty person. Yeah. This bullpen. It's a nasty. really good bullpen. <laughs> yeah, Like it's a top five bullpen in my eyes and with their offense. Yeah. The thing is like, I think personally, I don't know if, <laughs> they'll fall the fourth like noah predicted but the, i think this team does have some problems with like depth wise in offensive and pitching like 
they're one or two injuries away from being in a tough situation. And I could yeah. definitely see them falling in the standings. Yeah, I think their starting rotation definitely has a lot less depth on it. Obviously, like I, like I said, Freed Morton and Anderson is a really good, solid top three, top three. But beyond that, they do potentially struggle a little bit more. And yeah, batting depth, but I don't know. I, I think that even if your starting rotation falls a little bit, I think with the additions they made to that bullpen, I, I just I find it hard to believe that, um, that, that, that this is a team that that would bring them down. Yeah, I think uh, it was just like I wanted to change things up, but I think if Acuna and or Soroka give you contributions that are like close to their normal contributions, and sooner rather than later, yeah, sooner rather than later, this is. I don't know what the team in the division for sure. I don't know what the Acuna timetable is as far as return. Um. So. Yeah, but I, I don't think he's missing that much of the season. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Who should we go to next? Do Noah? Who'd you put first? The Mets. Um, I put the Mets, and it says uh, this is according to March twenty fifth. Acuna targets may return. Um, wow. In right. outfield DH role, probably starting in the DH. Yeah, that, right. that that's not missing a lot of the season. Yeah. Well, let's go to the Mets next since they were Noah's. Were they your number two, Adam? They were my number one. Well, I for you. Yeah, and they were they were my number two. Yeah, and they were my number three. So let's go to the Mets. It's all about the Mets, baby. You had them in first. You take it away. Yes. Well, um, even with the Jacob Degrom stress reaction news, I still just was going. I was believing in the Mets, and now the. Scherzer hamstring news, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that Scherzer hamstring is going to hold him back too long. And guess what? Scherzer was already as Max Scherzer. I think especially with this, oh, Jacob DeGrom's out. Uh, what are they going to do? And news that just fires Scherzer up so much more. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of wild. I feel like Scherzer is one of those players that just like nothing that happens around him hurts him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you got Chris Bassett uh carrasco trying to make a little comeback i think taiwan walker is going to find the uh the middle ground between his first half and second half performance last year and honestly i think uncle stevie's going to go out get frankie montas something like that um but yeah i really like this lineup i think brandon nimmo is just fantastic in the leadoff spot and just gets really overlooked um I also yeah. have a couple of couple of Oakland legends. Oh now. yes, a couple of <laughs> Oakland legends. Starling Marte in the two spot, and then we got Mark Canna out there. He's gonna give you a great at bat every time. And then Lindor's gonna have a big bounce back year. Oh. Wait, Alonso's gonna Oakland a legend, Chris Bassett. <laughs> Chris Bassett, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that too. Um, but yeah, Pete Alonso's gonna hit you like thirty-five to forty homers. Eduardo Escobar, Jeff McNeil. He's probably going to have a bounce back too. And then you're going to have JD Davis, Dom Smith and Robinson Cano, you know, giving guys day off and also taking that DH position. I think that's just a really good lineup. I know I thought they were a really good lineup last year and then they weren't, but uh, yeah, they were pretty underperforming offensive lineup for sure. No doubt. And then I think this bullpen is absolutely nasty. They just got rid of Miguel Castro. They traded him. Who's always been one of my favorite underrated relievers. But they still got 
Edwin Diaz, Trevor May, Adam Adovino, Seth Lugo. They just got Jolie. Oh, never mind. They didn't. Wait. Yeah, yeah they, they did. That's who just, they got in the trade. Yeah. They just got Jolie Rodriguez to get have add another left-hander. And then they Which got important. Drew, very they important. Lefty. They needed that lefty. Yeah. They Drew Smith, Chasen Shreve, who's had some really <laughs> solid years, but he's been injured recently. Uh, yeah, I think the bullpen is really solid, and just this whole team is really solid. So yeah, it's fair. And Buck Showalter's carrying him. He's gonna let yeah. he's gonna let Mad Max go like into the eighth and ninth inning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, we'll see if that's a good thing because like that was the thing with Scherzer at the end of last year. The fatigue kind of caught up to him. So we'll nah, see. Scherzer I mean, doesn't Scherzer. believe in fatigue. <laughs> You it's may not, not believe real. in it, but it definitely caught up to him last nah, year. No, it's fake. Scherzer will pitch 200. He'll pitch I, 200 if, he, if he's allowed to. Yeah, so I think a lot comes down to Buck Showalter because the biggest thing we saw with this Mets team is they kind of, like, broke down towards the end of last year. Like, we had that whole thing with, like, what was it, a rat in the locker room when it really was just, like, an argument between some of the players. <laughs> so it's going to be – I'm not – sold completely on the Mets like obviously they're going the right direction we love what Stevie Cohen's doing spending money trying to get better I mean I'm all for that uh there was some trade rumors surrounding Dominic Smith possibly going to the Padres earlier this week kind of fell through and then there was like articles coming out that like Dominic Smith was not happy with his role on the team like he wants to be playing more so I wouldn't be shocked if he gets moved for like maybe like you're talking about Frankie Montas. Maybe that's a move that happens. I, I don't know exactly what they're going to do, but I feel like there's a move coming. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 that's the kind of mood that they've put off all off season is that they are, they are definitely actively trying to make moves. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I had them in second still. Um, I think that that top trio is so good. Um, you know, Brom Scherzer and Bassett are really, really strong. Um, you know, bringing in some Oakland legends in Martin Canna, you get some other stuff, uh, you know, really good uh, patching up holes of the bullpen. You know, guys like Ottavino is really good. Um, I originally had them at uh, just under the Braves at like 88 wins, but I, I dropped them to like 85. I think that DeGrom missing time early in the year is just unlucky. I, I honestly like that 85 number a lot. I, like, I don't even have a over or under. I'm just saying yeah, 85. I like it. Is, 85. I, a good second place 85. Fangraphs has their primary DH as Robinson Cano. Yes. And I think that's huh. should not be. I think <laughs> it should be Dom Smith, J.D. Davis, Platoon. Um. Yeah, and then Robinson Cano. I don't know. They're just paying people. Robinson Cano a lot of money still. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dom well, Smith and J.D. Davis have actually hit some baseballs <laughs> more recently. They're also not 40. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is all true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I like the Mets at 85, and even saying that, I still put them as my third place. I just I like the Braves being above 85, and the next team we'll talk about, the Phillies, I like them being above 85. All right. Um, yeah. Anything so else Phillies? you guys want to add? Oh, I, I don't have anything else? else for the Mets. Yeah. I think. Let's go out to Philadelphia then. Yeah. Um, unlike you, I don't have them at 85. <laughs> I mean, understandable. But, you know, um, obviously, because I have them under the Mets. 
Um, but I, I think the biggest thing that they'll have that's the biggest help is um, hey, Bryce Harper's finally got some bats ahead of him that might actually get on base. That was no, the, it, it may the not problem. help his RBI numbers though, because they may also hit home hit home runs. runs. Ahead of yeah. <laughs> ahead of him. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Schwarber and Castellanos, um, that's a that's a good duo of bats to put around Harper. Um, you know, JT Robuto's still very good, Hoskins still very good. Um, yeah, I, I mean I like the I like the Phillies lineup. I think it's it's really solid. They've got really solid bats. Um I think the rotation is decent. I don't think they're, you know, you know, I think blow anybody away, but I also don't think that they're going to be anywhere close to bad. Um, yeah. I don't know. You guys have any. I am a huge fan of this pitching rotation. Yeah. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, probably one of the most underrated guys from last season. The dude yeah, I can, had yeah. like a one right. point something ERA over a ridiculous amount of appearances. And then Kyle Gibson as your fourth and Zach Eflin as your fifth. I don't know why they have Zach Wheeler as the fifth in this rotation on fan graphs. But I have no idea. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, it still this. I love this pitching rotation. Uh, I love the offense, all the bats. I mean, dd gregorius he's kind of my player watching this team if he has a bounce back season this team could be really dangerous he struggled big time last year so i mean and i like their bullpen the one worry about this team is this may be the worst defensive team we have seen in a very long time they are pretty bad i was gonna bring that up after pitching but yeah like, and the thing is, like, the center fielder they're going with Matt Veerling because uh, a double Herrera is hurt. So they're going with Matt Veerling in center. He's also a more offensive guy in minors rather than defensive. And then Bryson Stott, they're going with that third. It says a platoon with Alec Bohm, but we'll see how much of a platoon it is because Alec Bohm has not been good in his playing time. And Bryson Stott was drafted in 2019, and they think he's already ready. So they're obviously high on him. No. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like this team might just out hit and pitch some teams and their bullpen has some like flamethrowers like dude, Jose Alvarado, Corey Knievel, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Yeah. They added a lot of people to the bullpen, which is good Amelia. because the Phillies had a unbelievably bad bullpen. <laughs> I, yeah. Honestly, this is a good looking bullpen. We'll see how it works out, but Knievel, Alvarado, Familia, Hand, Dominguez, they have some good names, solid pitchers. Uh, what do you think about the Phillies, Noah? Yeah, well, we're another thing about us as a podcast is we're an innings podcast. Oh. We value the innings pitched. And uh, this rotation has, it's a fun fact, the year is 2022. And uh, we have three guys in this rotation projected to get you 190 plus innings in Wheeler, Nola, and Gibson. Um, well, Gibson at 189. I'm bumping that up. I'm rounding Close it up. enough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and that's huge, um, especially just in terms of keeping your bullpen healthy and good with those flame throws, like you were mentioning, Brian. Um, but one thing, as we've mentioned, the defense. Um, I mean, I think there's a middle ground uh, for Nola, but don't be so certain that uh, in regards to ERA, the Nola bounce back is coming because last year his FIP and his uh, expected FIP, which FIP stands for 
fielding independent pitching. So taking out all the stuff that, you know, is, is de uh, defensive oriented and just seeing how he's pitching. They're actually better than his like stellar 2019 season. So this suggests that there's a mixture of some bad luck, but then also bad defense. And then his defense got worse <laughs> over the off season behind him. <laughs> um, but I still think it was a lot of bad luck as well. And I think things are going to even out a little bit. I don't think he's going to be in the upper fours again, uh, but uh, maybe not quite what we saw at his last peak, just because of that defensive behind him. And he's a, you know, a sinker ball pitcher. Um, but yeah, I like the, bullpen as well um here's a little so right now Fangraphs has the the lineup as schwarber jt hapa and then castellanos i have two ideas for you um for the, those that arrangement mm -hmm. idea one this is do you want the crazier one first or second i'll go crazy yeah, the crazy, crazy one your leadoff hitter bryce harper followed Ooh. by Nick Castellanos, then Schwarber, and then Real Muto. You get that near mm. 400 OBP at the top. Um, and then, yeah, just, and then the other alternative is Real Muto, Harper, Castellanos, Schwarber. Oh, you'd have see, Real Muto. See, I, I like having Real Muto higher up because he's probably faster out of those guys. Yeah, like I mean, Harper, Harper. Yeah. yeah, Harper and Real Muto, I think, are the two fastest out of those guys. So I like having them up in that one-two spot one way or another yeah yeah i i don't know it, it's interesting they could do a lot with this lineup i hope they kind of get funky with it and play around like i really yeah i mean it sometimes like that's you you just have to find out you have to mess around with it during the season um i mean not to get too ahead of ourselves but like talking about the blue jays the blue jays did that a ton where, you know, I think a lot of people came out and were like, oh, this is probably what the lineup will look like for the Jays. And then they just were shuffling it like week in and week out. It's like, all right, well, let's see how different people bat at different spots in the order. Um, and it actually was, at least people think, part of the reason why they had such a, a massive surge in offensive production later on in the year was they just found a lineup that really worked for them. So, you know, for all, for all we know, messing with this Phillies uh, batting order could, you know, could be really good. Yeah, yeah. my player to watch in this lineup is Gene Segura. Oh yeah, just a solid. Just I love solid watching him. Fun. Yeah, and yeah, I think uh, though, like as I was mentioning, um, Bryce Harper has the best on base percentage out of all those guys. Mm -hmm. You might still see Schwarber be the leadoff um, for most of the year. One, because he still has a solid on base percentage, but then two, he's a guy that, in terms of pitches her plate appearance is always up there in the league. And that's something you love out of that leadoff spot. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yes, sir. Now it's time to talk about probably one of the most fun teams in the national league. Absolutely. I don't think I'm wild. Now we are a big fan of this team. I sadly could not uphold my hot take of mm. them finishing second, which Trust me, even though that was like my predictions, trying to do my predictions is like what I think will actually happen, not what I want to happen. I want the Marlins to just show up and win this division. Do I believe it'll happen? No, but I want it. To. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, I would love to see it. That'd be great. Yeah. So, I mean, where do we start with this Marlins team? There's so many different directions to go. 
we got to start with jazz chisholm yes exactly like there's no other place to start one of the like coolest guys in all of baseball especially his new baseball glove which is literally just like a snow clone like ice cream, ice cream cone. cone why did i say snow cone an ice cream cone <laughs> and it has sprinkles on the ice cream it's such a lit glove i contemplated buying one for softball but decided i do not have as much swag as jazz chisholm so i probably shouldn't you're also it. not named jazz chisholm yeah <laughs> junior yeah exactly <laughs> but man dude this team like they went out and got jorge soler they got avisel garcia which i mean that was their big like question mark they're offensive output last year was not where it should be i mean adding soler and avisel garcia is gonna be huge for this lineup yeah yeah i love the lineup um and then also um you got jesus sanchez rookie center fielder projected for a nice 313 obp 453 slugging if you out there patrolling center field with those lot those numbers that's a solid rookie of the year candidate right there um be pumped with that and then you got Joey Wendell filling in holes, I'm sure, a few times a week, probably getting around 450 plate appearances. That's a solid presence in that lineup. And I think having those guys, you know, like Wendell, Garcia, um, you know, is going to help just foster that patience in some of the younger players in this lineup. And I'm really hoping Jazz could just explode this year. Um, but, yeah, and I think, I mean, well, I got a hot take for this lineup. Uh, as if putting them in third wasn't hot enough. <laughs> Opening day, Jazz Chisholm and Jorge Soler are going back to back to start the game. Wow! But oh, all right, but, sure. But Logan Webb, Logan Webb still goes seven innings in the game. I will be absolutely <laughs> heated if they start the year with back to back jacks. Uh, but I, I am oh, going yeah. to the game Saturday, so as long as they don't do it Saturday, though, it'll be. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> One of the big, like, underrated moves I think they made was trading for Jacob Stallings, a gold glove catcher from Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, what is better for a young staff with the potential this young staff has than a yeah. gold glove catcher? Insane no potential. And I think it's only fitting that to tell us about the pitching staff, we get our correspondent. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the pitching oh, has to start in one place. Pablo? No, no, no. It, it has to start with the Oakland Day legend. Where else should where else will we start? Uh, with Pablo Lopez. <laughs> That's where we start with pitching in Seattle. Or not Seattle, the hell in Miami. Um no, I, I love everything about this uh about this pitching staff. Um I, I think that they are one of the most underrated overall pitching staffs, at least for starting rotation. Um in all of baseball um alcantara is so good he was probably one of the most underrated if not the most underrated pitcher last year um pablo lopez absolute filth trevor rogers uh hernandez jesus lazardo there's your oakland legend if you thank you <laughs> really wanted him um but i mean a rotation that is as talented as this rotation is and none of them are older than 27 yeah no, that's exactly and then you got Sixto and edward cabrera waiting in the wings for either to get healthy or get called up i mean if you play mlb the show last year you know edward cabrera is nasty uh <laughs> dude Sixto sanchez has also been really good when he's healthy yes it just exactly. he's had a lot of injury issues and then Sandy alcantara like you talk about this guy 
I, I don't know this for a fact, but I haven't seen any other pitcher projected 200 innings pitched. And that's Sandy because he did the thing last year. Yep. I mean, he had his 205 innings with a 319 ERA last year. Yeah, it's incredible. And then Lazardo, you, you know, is projected a mid four ERA, but that's like a one time huge prospect. That's your five that is only yeah. 24 years old and could easily show you some great stuff this year, I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm so hype on that on that rotation. Lazardo's so actually my player to watch for the Marlins because he can like we know what we're getting from their top three, right? Alcantara, Lopez, Rogers, like those guys are gonna be elite. And if Luzardo can step up to what he was supposed to be with that Oakland Athletics when he got called up, yeah. dude, that this rotation very likely we could be talking at the end of the year how this is like one of the top three rotations in the league, which is insane to think about. Yeah, at least uh, for the whole five. Yeah. Importantly. No, sure. I think there are definitely teams yeah. with, like stronger top threes or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. And that's um, why I say rotation as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I, I think though, you know, and, and obviously I, I put them in fourth. Um, I think this team is still, I think they're still marinating. I mean, Jazz Chisholm is 24, the entire rotation, as I said, younger than 27. They are so good and so fun for as, as young of a team as this is. Um, yeah, I really think that, uh, you know, we let this group sit for a little bit longer. Um, I think they're they're much closer to breaking through than, than being a bust. Man, yeah, it, oh, solid God. bullpen as well with one of the best. I mean, Marlins are just blessed with some great names. You got Jazz Chisholm, obviously, right? And then in your bullpen, you got a guy named Anthony Bender. I mean, and Anthony Bass. Anthony Bass. You got Anthony Bender, Bender throwing those benders, and then you got Zach Pop popping that mitt. You know, my yep. gosh. Yeah, I'm oh. I'm so happy for the Marlins. What is uh, Lewis Head doing? <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> You know, he's gonna loot, he's gonna Lewis his head. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was a rough. but Please. I just de- I, I want this team. I know the Marlins are gonna marinate and get better, but I want this team to do something because they're gonna be so fun if they could surprise people this year. Oh, absolutely, I 100% agree. So one thing that I think is important to note when talking about this team is we did see Derek Jeter step away in this offseason, and it was kind of due to he want. It seemed like he wanted to go for it, and the higher ups weren't completely on board going for it. Mm. I'm wondering if him wanting to go for it was like a Carlos Correa type move. Because hmm. imagine if you added Carlos Correa to this lineup. With this pitching staff, like I'd be, I'd easily have put them above fourth if they had Carlos Correa in this lineup. That's true. Yeah, can agree. I so, mean, if they're competitive and the Twins fall out of things, there's a chance we even see Correa later this year, which would be mind blowing. <laughs> oh, yes, I. That would still, be nuts. I'm still not. I don't know. I just I can't get on that Correa is going to get traded train. But I don't think we'll I think he's more likely to not get traded. But if the Twins are out of it, what else are they going to do? I, yeah. I must say, a good year. <laughs> can't even say it with a straight face. I was going to say <laughs> the big, the big question mark in the Marlins offseason is uh, they they did not resign Joe Panic, and they, this is a very sad moment. I must say, 
I mean, yeah. it's also like, do they deserve to win if they didn't decide they didn't resign Joe oh Panic? You know, yeah. <laughs> that, that... <laughs> where is Joe Panic now? Do we have a Joe Panic tracker? No, he, he is not on a team. <laughs> He's on a boat somewhere, right? Yeah. He's just chilling. Dude. He's just loving life, man. <laughs> Joe Panic out there making s'mores, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now it's time to talk about. Probably one of the teams that has fallen apart faster than anything else in recent memory. Yeah. Was it 2019 they won the World Series? <laughs> yes. Yep. And now they are just absolute garbage. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's they rough. signed Nelson Cruz. Yep. They have Michael Franco written in at third base. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it, it's so rough over there. I don't. Uh, Juan yeah, I don't Soto know. and crew. I mean, they had the rookie. It really is. It looks like is about to come up. Kybert Ruiz. They got for the Trey Turner and Scherzer trade. So mm-hmm. that'll be exciting to see what he could do. Um, the pitching staff is not good. Very bad. Oh yeah, my, it's, it's bad. It's not I, good. Yeah, I think it might might be worse than the Orioles. It's, this might be the this might be the worst rotation in the league. Yeah, it is very probably the worst rotation in the league. No, no, no hatred to uh, you know Patrick Corbin. I do like Corbin, but um, the same though. But yeah, I know that's the that's the thing. When he's your number one guy, and he has not been the same, um, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty bad. And Steven Strasburg, man, just what happened? He's yeah. had one of the weirdest careers. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think it's it is kind of a shame. I think Juan Soto is just so good, but he just he cannot drag this corpse of a team out of the depths. It's just not happening. I mean, it'll be exciting to see Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, Josh Bell hit back to back to back. Yeah, hopefully Josh Bell will be my player to watch for this team. I'd love to see him pop off. Yeah, well, Josh Bell had a really solid year last year, um, and. Uh... So, yeah, I think if you are a Nationals fan, you're looking for a few things. A new uh, team to watch. <laughs> well, here. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, yeah, if you are a Nationals fan, uh, why? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you're, you're looking for Juan Soto to do his thing again. And uh, in terms of promising things for your future, Juan Soto keeping it up. Kiebert Ruiz and Josiah Gray hopefully having breakout year, showing that they are worth it in that Scherzer trade. Um but then other than that, I mean, you're going to have fun with Cruz and Bell while they're here. But those two guys are in contract years, probably going to end up being traded. I think both of those two um, are probably more realistic options for the Marlins if they're competitive Ooh. to try and add some, you know, some hidden talent. I think both would be really fun on that team. But we're talking about the Nationals right now. Um, so, yeah, this rotation uh, is potentially very, very bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's looking rough. Yeah, because like I said, you're hoping for a breakout from Josiah Gray, and him and Corbin have potential to maybe put up some decent numbers. Oh, for sure. But other than that, Eric Fetty is a guy that I like as an occasional swing starter, you know, like that super depth. But him in your actual rotation just isn't a good look. Um, yeah. And then the bullpen is also not good. <laughs> you know, looking at fan graphs, it's going to be interesting where they get starting pitchers, like who pitches, because 
two of their five guys projected, they only have making a combined 25 starts. So like there's someone either not on the roster or something that they see getting a lot of innings. I, I don't know, man. Well, not looking good. We got, um, Cade Cavalli projected 34 innings pitched. Aaron Sanchez projected 44 innings pitched. Oh boy. He wasn't horrible for the giants last year. He was not. I would not rely upon. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, I mean, I don't feel like I have anything else to say about the Nationals. You guys ready for the AL East? Well, I do hope. Oh. I mean, Nelson, let's not forget, Nelson Cruz was not good with the Rays last year. I really hope he could refine his form. So that's you want to see him like finish on a high note. He is yeah. also 42. Yes. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, I just realized I did not say my wins for a few teams, oh. I think. I had, the, I had the Phillies at 500, the Marlins at 75, and the Nationals at 60. Nice. Yeah, 60. So, that's a little aggressive. Yeah, na- I was about to say Nationals, I'll take the under. Marlins, I'll take the over. Phillies, I'll take the over. Yeah, Nationals only saying 60 because they did get 65 wins last year. Um, they also had Schwarber. And they were Wolf. also a better team. And Scherzer. they had Trey Turner and, and Scherzer but, the year. But, you know, I, I still... Uh, you believe. I believe at least a little bit. I think that Juan Soto solo wins a couple games. Okay. Well, let's hop into the AL East now. Gladly. In first place, who do you guys have? Toronto. The Toronto Blue Jays. Nice. I have the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, in second place, who do you guys have? I um, have the Yankees, the Rays, and the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> All in joint second. I feel like that is such a cop-out. As much as I genuinely can't think of a different way to, I I just can't. So, yeah, I agree with that sentiment, but I understood that I couldn't do that. Um, So also (laughs) don't get mad at me for who I have in fourth, but the Yankees I have in second. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I guess it's important to clarify that like I could very well see first and fourth place being separated by like two or three games. Like whatever team we put in fourth place is not a knock on them by any means. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want like my, if if you want an official ranking from me, it's Yankees would be in second. Okay. I have the Rays in second. Uh, I have them. I have the Rays in third. Okay. For third, I have the Blue Jays. I have the Red Sox. That's so insane. I have the (laughs) Red Sox in fourth. I'm sorry. And then I have the Red Sox in fourth as well. And, and the then, Rays in fourth. Hey, that's crazy. Then, who's? I wonder who's last place in the. No, there's there's nobody else in this division. It's, yeah, I don't. Is there? It's okay. kind of crazy that the MLB uh, lockout so, ended and they made the AL East a four team division. That's crazy. So I, I wrote notes for every team, and for the Orioles, wow. I wrote, "Who cares? They suck." Oh no. No. That's, that's all I wrote for the Orioles. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. said, "Watch out for Cedric Mullins last year." Yes, you <laughs> so, did. The Orioles notes aren't always pointless though they often are <laughs> yeah and i mean john means was fun to watch last year yeah john means business yeah okay <sighs> <laughs> man um so i guess you guys both have blue jays first so let's start yep. with the blue jays uh, yeah I, I toronto i think they just look so good they look so good 
I'm so hyped on the Blue Jays. I kind of want to hear what Noah has to say about them. Yeah, so I'm going to read my notes. Fun fact, this lineup is really good. (laughs) I said, okay, no matter what uh, this lineup is going to eat. Wait, oh yeah, no matter what this lineup is going to eat. But particularly if Springer is able to rack up around 550 plate appearances, um, there's potential for six guys in this lineup to have 30 plus homers. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if Chapman's going to re-reach that low to mid 800s OPS of his prime years, but I feel confident you could get a nice mid 700s OPS from him and then, oh yeah, platinum level defense. So that's nice. Um, Fangraphs has Kirk in the five hole as their DH with the OPS over 800. And, you know, I'll believe that when I see it. Um, (laughs) Fair. (laughs) uh, But, I I mean, even if that doesn't happen, this lineup's still awesome. I just want to really quickly say that Fangraphs, like the first thing that they say about Alejandro Kirk is that he is a bowling ball of a human. And that is just 100% correct that's that's hilarious he's also, the most round person in the in, in all of baseball <laughs> <laughs> they also have future hall of famer according to yankees fans greg bird on their bench <laughs> um so yeah you love that um i mean before we get into pitching i guess brian do you have any thoughts on this lineup yeah i mean dude the one through nine batting order maybe one through eight is insane. <laughs> not huge on Danny Jansen's. Danny Jansen's ability. good. He's, he's all right. I'm not huge on his hitting ability, but he is solid for a catcher. A lot of catchers can't hit it to save their life, so yeah. I will give Danny Jansen that. Uh, it, it's an impressive lineup. Like there, you can't really poke holes, and I think you hit it perfectly, Noah, when you said if Springer is healthy, like this, it's going to be insane. Also, uh, I want to add, give Biggio a chance. Yeah, it seems like there's some, there's some talk. Kevin Biggio's good. A chance. Yeah. 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 Honestly, it's starting to get to a point where it almost seems like Biggio's best years might end up happening not in Toronto. Because, like, it kind of seems like he's – like, because now there's rumors of going after Jose Ramirez, and, like, whose yeah. role does he take? He takes Kevin Biggio's. I'm assuming yeah. if they went after Jose Ramirez, Biggio would probably be in the trade. That's I could guess. see it happening mostly because a lot of the Jays – top prospects are middle infielders yeah uh, so even I'm, if they don't go for a trade like that i still yeah. think that Vigio's best years are are elsewhere uh i'm personally not a biggest fan of their bench bats that's not, fair nothing sticks out too crazy for me and i think, yeah i think that's that's part of the reason why i don't have them top one or two i like the here what did i put i like I like the Yankees' depth more, and I like the Rays' pitching a little bit more overall. All right, yeah. so what about that's, this? That's why I went third there. What Go if the Blue Jays reunite with Joe Panic? Oh, they're uh, winning the World Series. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're dang right. You're dang right they are. No. But Joe um, Panic is currently a free agent. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I, I do agree that that the uh, the Jays' bent, bench hitting is not the best. Um my biggest reason that I'm not as concerned about that though, is outside of George Springer, who is having some nagging injuries. Um, the Jays lineup stays remarkably healthy, or at least has stayed remarkably healthy. Like these were all guys that played the vast majority of the season. Um, and so they don't re- end up relying on the bench nearly as often. 
Yep. Now, well, obviously, yeah, now obviously, things happen. That could but... totally not end up being true because you know injuries happen. Yeah. But you know, that's at least playing off of last year. Well, uh, yeah. let's go to pitching then. Yeah, I'm I mean, curious. have they announced the opening day starter yet? Um, Barrios. I don't know. I, I saw him. Barrios. He was so excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not often that you lose a Cy Young winner and then I think get better <laughs> overall as a rotation. Um, they they re they re-signed Barrios, who will pro- likely be the ace, or it'll be Gossman, who they get from San Francisco, which is just a wild pickup. Um, Hyunjin Ryu, still really good. Alec Manoa, still probably one of the filthiest young starters uh, in the league. Um, and then they get uh, Yusei Kikuchi from Seattle. I, I love this Blue Jays starting rotation. It's so good. Yeah, for me, um, obviously, I put the Blue Jays in first, so I see this rotation having a good year. But um, if the Blue Jays are going to fall out of first, well, it might just be the other teams also just being as incredible as they can yeah. be, but I could also talk myself into in like worst case scenario, everyone, but Barrios having a bad year. Um, Rio yeah. reuse 35 Gosman had that brilliant stretch and then fell off a bit in the second half. Manoa is still just a young wild stallion, maybe needing to figure things out. And Kikuchi has gotten hit yeah. around pretty bad at times. I mean, I love, all of these guys, I I talk about them all a bunch on the podcast, how much I love them. But I just think, um, this is a, there's a few teams, uh, I think two teams in particular in this division that if their starting rotation gets off to a good start, it's really going to help them out a lot. And I think the blue Jays are one of them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Ryu is a, he's an older pitch to contact style guy who, you know, that kind of pitching definitely has a tendency to sometimes, get hit a lot. Um, and Alec Manoa, um, yeah, kind of, as you said, young, he's got still some command issue stuff. Um, he's a guy who I feel like ends up hitting batters more often than walking them, which is wild, (laughs) but, um, I, you know, I still really, really good young talent. Um, and I think the bullpen is still really strong. Um, we haven't even talked about them yet, but they get Julian Merriweather back who, when healthy and when, when pitching, you know, to, to what he can do is also one of the filthiest arms um, in the league, Trevor Richards, Adam Simber, they pick up Yimmy Garcia from Houston and uh, Jordan Romano has pretty much been uh, promoted to closer. Um, it's a pretty good bullpen. I wouldn't say a great bullpen, but certainly not a bad one. Yeah, so, I mean, the bullpen is another part of the reason why I put them third. I'm not – I kind of think – see it as, like, the third best bullpen in the division. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I really like the Rays – I mean, the Rays bullpen is always going to be solid, and I think the Yankees bullpen is sneaky good. Uh, yep. Kevin Gosman, it really Had depends. bullpen over the Red Sox? I, I didn't look into the Red Sox bullpen much, but, I mean, the Red Sox bullpen is pretty good too, isn't it? I have yeah, this as a, a I had fourth best bullpen, honestly. Yeah, you could, uh, yeah, and I, I clearly make that argument. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say I when at. when healthy and when like actually pitching well, it's maybe a top two bullpen, but otherwise, yeah, it's like third or fourth there. Yeah, and then Kevin Gosman, man, it's he's such an interesting pitcher. Like being a Giants fan, I obviously love Kevin Gosman, and 
it's really going to come down to, it's kind of funny that the Giants ended up never even offering Kevin Gosman a contract, which I think yeah. is interesting for a lot of reasons. Uh, what Kevin Gosman shows up, man, we've seen him in the short season of the COVID year. We saw Gosman dominate the first half of last year. We saw Gosman dominate over that stretch. He was like top three starting pitcher. He was nasty. He was ridiculous. And then the second half of last year, he went from being one of the top pitchers to not even starting game one in the playoffs for the Giants. So it really depends what Kevin Gosman shows up. I hope we see ace Kevin Gosman for the entire year and he just clicked. But I mean, there's five years worth of Kevin Gosman playing pretty badly <laughs> and bouncing around to a lot of teams. Yeah, he's clearly he's clearly figured something out with the Giants. And I think that will carry over. So I don't think we'll see that Kevin Gosman. But I am yeah. interested in how Kevin Gosman looks here. And I mean, yeah, this I kind of agree with what Noah says, like this starting rotation could be nasty and they could get hit like there's a couple different ways it could go i ultimately ended up deciding to put them in third yeah none of it matters if they get hit when the offense puts up 10 runs a game yeah. <laughs> exactly. fair but, enough yeah. are we moving uh, on to yeah, new york team, yeah new york Where, where'd you guys put the yankees oh <laughs> oh my god oh, oh yeah i gotta love it go yanks i have them in second second okay yeah and i mean this lineup is the one lineup that i think offensively could compete with the blue jays when healthy. yeah oh for sure yeah i mean i i put in my notes that i hate that i have to put the yankees at second but i i feel <laughs> like that lineup so like criminally underperformed at times last year and i just yeah. cannot fathom them repeating that like rizzo's gonna get better in his second year playing there it like i don't believe he was the hitter he was in the second half of last year like i just think he's better than that yep aaron judge we know what he's got same with joey gallo i think he'll be better he's gotten a little more comfortably being in new york donaldson adding him to this lineup like he gets defense at third yep he can hit some more bombs and aaron hicks is honestly my like x factor for this team if aaron hicks can stay healthy and give him a consistent center fielder that's not named brett gardner I mean, I love this Yankees lineup. DJ LeMayu off the bench, Marwin Gonzalez off the bench, Tim yep. Castro bringing speed and defense off the bench. I, I really like the Yankees starting lineup and their bench depth, personally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're a really strong batting group. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I've always I've been hearing how much the projections love the Yankees. And then I'm now I'm really looking at it a little closer, and it's like Man, they have Judge with 41 bombs, Gallo with 43. And for a projection, I think that's that's pretty generous. Uh, both could obviously do it. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. I do think Anthony Rizzo is going to have a good year um, in Yankee Stadium. I think he's really determined to prove some people wrong who are kind of just putting some disrespect on his name uh, the last, you know, five months or so. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Donaldson trade for the Yankees. Obviously I think Donaldson's going to show up, probably going to do his thing. Um, and I like, I, I like the move a lot more for the twins, even before it turned out to be this grand heist for Correa as yeah. well. Um, uh, yeah. Like I said, JD's going to show up, do his thing, but look like the guy's also injury prone and 36, um like the rest of your team you know so uh, yeah like 
if the team stays healthy, they're going to be a dangerous lineup. Um, especially if Rizzo does everything, but yeah, like you're saying, that's a huge if, um, and yeah, I mean, I just have this feeling that, you know, Sanchez is going to go explode in Minnesota, as I mentioned in previous episodes. So I don't know if he could have done that in New York. I think his time was up in New York still, but mm, I agree. I don't know. It's just, I'm not as sold. And I wasn't as like, oh my gosh, the Yankees, when they did the Donaldson trade as media was making it out to be. See, yeah, I think um, I think a lot of people still sort of treat Josh Donaldson as if he was five years younger. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the big thing Josh Donaldson adds to this lineup is a personality. Like, sure. <laughs> he's just, he's loud, he's emotional, and I feel like that's kind of something this team needed. Garrett like, Cole hates him. I want to see him and Garrett, <laughs> Garrett Cole, Cole actually fight. <laughs> on the same team like yep Garrett Cole's pitching it's an easy ground ball to Donaldson and he pulls a Cody Bellinger and Garrett nice. just, just a nice Papelbon versus Harper moment yes that would be actually hilarious but I, I think that emotion is going to be huge out of Donaldson like if the lineup's not going around I feel like he's a guy that could go around and try to get everyone united and be like let's go so and I think their defense overall, when everyone's healthy, is better than it was last year. And honestly, defense is what killed them. Like, you watched them play, was it the play-in game? The wildcard play-in game they lost? Yeah, wildcard. Yeah, and their defense was horrendous in that game. And with Kiner Falefa at short, Higgy playing catcher with, uh, it looks like Trevino's the backup because the other guy got hurt, Ben Rortbart. Uh, I think overall... What I said, okay. Gazuntite, because <laughs> that name is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I, I nailed it though. I no, think, you did. I'm I just said. saying his name sounds like <laughs> it you is sneezed. A... Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I think overall their defense got better and their lineup stayed. Uh, their lineup didn't get worse, so that's part of the reason why I like them. I mean, yeah. I think for that's sure. fair. You're just banking on health because this lineup. I'm banking like, on health for sure. Was in the bottom half of the league last year because health was not there. Yeah, because yeah. health was not there. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Are we I also to- think that the, that ignores a lot of massive question marks about pitching, though. See, I'm not as worried about this. Are you talking rotation or bullpen? Because I'm not. Really? See. I'm not that worried about their rotation. I think their rotation, their starting rotation, I'd probably say is the second best in the division. Uh, like, dude, Garrett Cole might be one of the best pitchers. That might be the best pitcher in the division. Yeah, I think I'd say he's the best pitcher in the division. Yeah, uh, probably. And I then, would say, I would say, if the Rays are at full strength, I put their rotation above them. But that's different. Yeah, but not. you have glass now and Baz hurt. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. the second best rotation in the division, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I think Jordan Montgomery's solid. Severino's solid. Nestor Cortez was, I mean, exactly what you need from him for them last year. And Tyone, he just, he did his thing. Like, he did what he was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's just been as fun as it is to make fun of Garrett Cole, there's been too much disrespect 
put on this guy's name this last year. This he is good. <laughs> elite. I'm going to go out and just do his thing again. going to get top five Cy Young votes at least. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, another just solid lefty. I'm, I mean, the big, I think the biggest question for their pitching staff is what Severino going to give you. Can yep. he return to form? Can he be um, the number three? Yeah. I mean, you love, you love Nestor Cortez out there just being weird on the mound with, the with all of his stuff, with his stash, his hesitations. <laughs> I think Jamison Tyon, uh, he really started to find himself again about halfway through the year last year. I think he's going to continue that. He's someone I've always loved to watch pitch. He's just been annihilated with injury. So I'm hoping he, he could just keep that up. Um, but yeah, I do like this rotation. Um, and carrying that through. Marks. Yeah, I like the bullpen too. I mean, Chapman as a closer, like it's fun to make fun of Chapman sometimes, especially since he's been on the Yankees. He has the questionable past. But when he's on, he's on. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Um, I also think Chad Green is really, really good. Jonathan Lasagna is yeah. is pretty solid as well. Wandy um, <laughs> Peralta. I love Wandy Peralta. Giant. Yeah. Just got a shout out. Yeah. I, I just think that uh, they do have some solid bullpen. I just think that they have a little bit more question marky stuff elsewhere in the bullpen as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I Again, I still think the Yankees are very good. Yeah. yeah. And, um, well, I mentioned – just earlier when we were talking about the Mets, how Miguel Castro's a relief mm-hmm. pitcher for a long time since he was on the Orioles that I've always been like, dude, this guy has some of the sneaky best stuff in baseball, but just hasn't quite been able to figure it out. But more recently he has last year, he was in the 93rd percentile of average exit velocity, 85th and hard hit percentage, 81st expected batting average. I mean, 87th and whiff percentage. And I mean, that dude is nasty and he's going to be coming in in like the sixth inning for the Yankees. So like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. No, I, I think this bullpen's really solid. I mean, this Yankees team's really solid. It's just going to come down to health at the end of the day. Can this team stay healthy? Yeah. I, I think that a lot of the, a lot of the end standings in the AL East will come down to health. <laughs> yep. No, for sure. Cause like we said at the beginning, like all four of these teams are probably separated by what four or five games. Like, yeah, I have the Jays a little farther ahead of the pack, but I think that the, the rest of, of it, I, I have them very, very close. Well, yeah, you did a three-way tie at second. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Rays next. Or do you want to do socks? Oh, that's had to give, we just had to close out the Yankees. <laughs> close it out. Guys- both had the raise higher than I did. We could do raise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I had the raise at second. I, dude, for me, I put the raise second. Similar to the reason I think I put the raise first last year. They do it every year. Yeah. Like, I, the first line on my notes is they can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> like I, I went, I sat down and do this, and I was like, okay, I love the Yankees personally. I'm gonna put them at first. And I was looking at who to do second, and like, obviously the Blue Jays were sticking out big, and I was just like, I can't put the raise below second in my mind. I just can't. So I, I had to put the Rays second. I mean, you look at their lineup. You got Wander Franco, Austin Meadows, Randy Rosarena, and company. Like these guys, like it's nothing too offensively impressive. I guess I need to mention Brandon Lowe too. He's one of their better hitters. Uh, but they just do it every year. Yeah. 
I, they're, they're one of those teams that on paper, at least batting wise, you go, man, that they don't, they don't really seem to blow you away, but then they, yeah, they just win games. They just do it. Even pitching wise, you read the names and you're just like, I don't even know half these relievers in this bullpen. Like I've never heard of them, <laughs> but they're going to be top 10 in ERA for bullpens a hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> I mean, probably, which is it's wild. Just, it's just what the Rays do, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, kind of along the same lines of what you're talking about. This this lineup's just a bunch of straight up dudes, just solid ball players. You know, Brandon Lau leading things off, projected a nice 35 bombs, how you like it. I mean, and then from there, like we're talking about Franco, Meadows, Rosarino. Uh, here's my prediction for the Rays. As much as I hate to say it, well, it's inevitable that the Rays are going to do that thing in the middle of the year where they trade a player who's really good for them for seemingly no reason, but then they still just keep winning. Um, and this year, that player is going to be G-Man Choi. That's my prediction. Oh, it was um, Rich Hill last year, right? It was Rich Hill and, like, wasn't it someone else too? Probably. <laughs> I don't know, but also there's some talk of Kiermaier getting traded possibly to the Phillies who would Ooh. be a godsend for the Phillies. <laughs> Because their um, defense is bad. Yeah, their defense is bad. And then they got, I forget exactly uh, what the prospect is, but uh, they have an outfield prospect that they're really excited about. I can't remember Maniac? their name. It might be Josh Lowe or Josh. Oh. Yeah, I think it, it, he's oh, Josh Lowe. He's Josh Lowe. Brandon is Brandon Lau. Fun fact <laughs> about the Rays. Um, but yeah, and they're going to do that thing again. Um I mean, is Francisco Mejia finally going to tap into his potential? Who really knows? Mike Zanino's all-star catcher last year. Just like I said, line up solid, solid dudes. Yeah. And then I've, yeah, you got us. We got to talk about that starting pitching staff too. Dude, the Um, crazy part is not convinced, not convinced. (laughs) You're missing glass now and Baz, but like, no, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah. So you you've got you've got a uh, Shane McClanahan and Drew Rasmussen topping it off. Um, Corey Kluber, Ryan Yarbrough, also, you know, solid guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys that are currently out are you know Glassnow and Yanni Trinos. Um, but they've also potentially got Shane Baz coming up. Do we well, he got hurt too. He did he's get hurt, hurt, but yeah, he's hurt but <laughs> yes, I, again, I, yeah, I was talking about the players that were hurt. <laughs> Oh, um, but still potential to, to come up. Um, and yeah, I, I don't, I, I just, uh, I, I cannot dismiss this, this raise starting rotation as bad. Obviously right now that what is healthy is less good. Um, and, then could fall behind, uh, some other teams, but yeah, at full strength. I mean, what a, what a group. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Kluber as your number three pitcher. Personally, that's my one worry. Uh, I think they need Glassdow and Baz back sooner rather than later. Sure. Do we have an update on Mr. Bone Stimulator himself when he might come back? I don't know if he's even pitching this year. Right? Yeah, I think I don't he might know. Tommy John. I thought. Uh, yeah, he had Tommy John. He's Yeah, he's Tommy going. John in August. Okay, so yeah, he may be late season, but probably he would be late season, year. potentially playoff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Noah, what's your concerns with the rotation? So yeah, obviously Kluber has not looked good in spring. Yeah. Don't don't like him at that three. Um and 
you know, another reason why uh, I have the raise in fourth is I think everyone remembers that they finished second half of the year without Glasnow, but you also got 14 starts out of Glasnow, which you're not going to be getting this year. Um, yep. Their current ace is Shane McClanahan, who obviously has potential and has been nasty, but he's, you know, he's still got to still got to do the thing, you know? He got hit around a bit in the postseason, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even have half a year MLB service time yet, and that's your that's your projected ace right now. Um, and the Rays yeah, are going to raise. Yeah, I mean, Rays are going to raise. I'm breaking rule number one of projections, which is never overlook the Rays. But one of the one of these years, they're going to actually not do it right. And, uh, no, but it's <laughs> it seems still like, like you're trying to convince yourself. Yeah, no, but I still obviously, like we mentioned, like yeah. last year, fourth place had 91 wins in this division. So mm-hmm. putting them in fourth yep. is, I don't, I'm not uh, meaning it as any form of disrespect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Luis Patino, uh, if he comes out hot, then that's one thing. Yarborough had a bit of a off year last year, but usually pretty solid. Um, and I don't know, I'm just, and then, like like we're saying, the Rays are going to raise with this bullpen, right? But we still need to see it first. Um, yeah, we'll just see. I think, like I mentioned with the Jays, if this rotation gets off to a hot start, that'll be very uh, helpful for them. But right now, I'm not fully convinced. Fair enough. Uh, well, let's go on to the Red Sox. Yep. Noah's boys. Uh, Here, take it away, Noah. What do you want to say about your boys? Take it away. Um, I have like five pages of notes here. Oh, Um, I'm just kidding. I'll start (laughs) with the lineup. So, yeah, Rafael Devers already has had some incredible seasons, and I think he's about to have his best one yet. Um, He's looking incredible at the plate right now, leading all of baseball in spring training, training homers. Um, and from what the uh, coaching staff has said, it sounds like he's really putting his defense together. So yeah, he's always had that elite range and the ability to make spectacular plays up with the very best third baseman. It just always came down to the dumb, easy mistakes for him. So I'm hoping, you know, he's maturing and is able to share that up a little bit. Um, I'm fully on the, the Kike Hernandez train. I think he's a legit everyday player as he proved last year. Uh, big Bob, Bobby Dahlbeck, he's looking to shut people up. Everyone was like, we need Schwerber. We need a first baseman. He's been looking solid. New two-strike approach, no leg kick. Um, and, yeah, you know, I think Arroyo's going to be a nice little u- super utility guy. Uh, legalized French, Franchi Cordero looking great in spring training. And then, like, oh, yeah, you got Story who hits laser beams. So, and you didn't even mention JBJ is coming home. JBJ coming home. I must say, I don't know how I feel about JBJ in right field, offensively at least. Defensively, JBJ will be fine in right field. Personally, I feel like I kind of want a better bat playing right field. Well, it might be Christian Arroyo playing right field. It might be. And I am a big Christian Arroyo fan, San Francisco Giant. Great. Well, it might be legalized <laughs> French, Franchi Cordero playing oh, right field. That too. JBJ off the bench. I don't hate that. Uh, I mean, this lineup's solid. It really is. I like their bench depth. Uh, what I wrote for the Red Sox, part of the reason why I put them in fourth, 
I put their starting lineup isn't quite as deep as the Yankees or Blue Jays, even though it is still extremely good. And their pitching just isn't like the Rays. And that's kind of how they ended up in fourth for me. Personally, uh, I mean, offensively, I don't really have anything else to say. Like, they're just an impressive squad. I mean, I love watching Devers hit, Bogarts hit, J.D. Martinez. Kike was extremely impressive late last year. Trevor Story, it'll be interesting to see what he does not in Colorado. Yeah. Who do you have uh, with a better off, uh, offensive season at the end of the year, Adam, the mm-hmm. Yankees or the Red Sox? Ooh. That's interesting. I think that the Yankees would have a tendency to have better individual seasons from a a smaller handful, but I think the Red Sox will probably have a better overall offensive season. Yeah. I, I have the Red Sox as a, as a team outperforming the Yankees, obviously factoring in health with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's see, assuming if, healthy. It's assuming everything there. If I'm assuming everyone's healthy, personally, I'll take the Yankees' run production, even though the Red Sox, like, on-base percentage and average will probably be higher. I mean, they were pretty high in those areas last year, so I'd assume that would stay. But I, just, yeah. I think a healthy Yankees' run production, personally, I would take them. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's fair. I just don't believe the Yankees are going to stay healthy. <laughs> No, that, yeah, that's extremely fair. Like, that was my big note, like, for Yankees in first place. They only stay here if they're staying healthy, and that is a, like, put the if in text size as big as you can go. Like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) massive if. Uh, Let's get into the starting rotation, though. You want to talk about the starting rotation? No, I'll let you take it. So, yeah, I think after last year, especially, Nathan Navaldi's convinced me that he's just a great starting pitcher. Um, and yeah, I'm ready to him just continue it, uh, this year after that, you know, it's question marks, uh, as much as I've mentioned a hot start in rotations for other teams, I think it's the most important for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, you're hoping Nick Pavetta could continue that positive momentum he found in the playoffs where he was high stepping, uh, off the mound. Uh, Tanner Houck, you want to see do things, Michael Waka, and then Rich Hill are the two additions. And then at some point later in this year, you're going to get James Paxton and then maybe Chris sale, if his rib is okay. And we'll see if he plays in Toronto because he's not vaccinated. Yay. You gotta love that. <laughs> um, but for me, I need to see Garrett Whitlock in the starting rotation, uh, that's Ooh. what he's been developed as last year. They got him in rule five. They needed him on the roster. So they put him in the bullpen. He was awesome. Uh, there's some talk that him and rich Hill are battling for that fifth spot and that it might just be a tandem day every fifth day where rich Hill maybe starts. And then, you know, Whitlock comes in for like three to five innings as well, which I think that would be interesting, but it's just funny. Cause our, there's all this like sort of talk that how easily has that spot in the rotation but i honestly think that whitlock um has the better floor potential as a starting pitcher i just think with his consistent delivery he's got fastball slider change up that really works for him hauk is nasty but he's a lot more wild and kind of coming from the sidearm lefties could see him pretty good i think hauk and whitlock could both be really good starting pitchers but i think 
if you're telling me one of them's going to be a starter in the future, one of them a reliever, I'm going to say how the reliever Whitlock the starter. But yeah, just need a good start and then hopefully Paxton and Sale to do some good things. Interesting. So like when I look at the rotation, like I'll get Evaldi, he's a stud. Pavetta, he's belongs in a major league rotation. He's solid. Tanner Hawk, he looked the part last year. Waka and Hill scare me a bit. A lot of it. Uh, so I would love to see Whitlock. Uh, the Chris Sell injury is ultimately why I ended up putting this team in fourth. I think with a healthy Chris Sell, this team would be higher for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's fair. I obviously bundled them with the Yankees and Rays. I don't yeah. think that they're too discernibly different um, as, as overall teams. You know, obviously each with some slightly different strengths and weaknesses, but I definitely think that yeah, that, that pitching staff uh, of Boston is is probably their their biggest question mark. And I mean, even the bullpen, I'm not completely sold on. I mean, the top of the bullpen, the Matt Barnes, the Jake Diekman, Garrett Whitlock. Well, if he's in the bullpen. Yeah. And I don't know. After that, it just gets a little fuzzy for me. Can you sell me on the bullpen, Noah? I mean, Matt Barnes, I think, is coming back, having a great year. Jake Diekman's yep. been nasty. Ryan Brazier uh, was coming back. He was looking. I've heard his development was good after he had that great 2018. He's battled some injuries. I've heard incredible things about Matt Strom that um, he was putting on showcases, and a lot of people think he's going to do exactly what uh, Colin McHugh did last year, just kind of coming oh. back from injury, establishing himself. Sawamura had a really solid year last year. Um, there's a lot of talk about Cutter Crawford being good, but we'll see about that. And then we got Josh Taylor on the the IL with the Brian Pedro lower back discomfort. Oh, bro, um, it's the worst. <laughs> but he's it's, been, I, yeah, he had a crazy scoreless streak last year and has been in, a, in an awesome uh, left-handed reliever. I don't know where we got Darwin's and Hernandez on this, but. That's another <laughs> nasty guy um, that I expect in the bullpen being another good lefty for them. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm excited about this bullpen. Um, and yeah, we'll see. Okay. And yeah, I mean, this division's gonna be really good. Uh, I'm excited to watch the race down the stretch. Yeah, I mean Honestly, it's, any it, any four team could take it. Yeah, I mean it's it's the closest and probably best division in baseball. Man, dude imagine like none of them are going to win it because the Orioles are winning it. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Orioles are going to do the old uh, be so bad that it loops gotcha. around, that it loops around <laughs> to be good. <laughs> hey, I've heard that works. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard I that mean, if you well, can get negative one win, uh, it actually loops and you get a perfect season. Are you telling me a team with John means and Cedric Mullins is bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very fair. Very fair. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's where it kind of ends in excitement for them. Uh, if Adley Rushman is not, well, Adley Rushman's hurt, so he's not going to get called up. But if Adley Rushman is not called up at some point this season, we need to boo them even more. Like, yeah. I mean, one of their better team players in the entire organization just sit yeah. in the minors. I mean, Trey Mancini's fun. I like Jordan Lyles. who's a, uh, Texas pitcher last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, it's just a depressing group of people. 
I don't know. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's the Orioles. They're not good. <laughs> Mount Castle is fun to watch. Yes, Mount That's Castle. True. I'm Mount telling Castle. you right now, Ryan Mount Castle is going to explode this year. Um, he's. I mean, he looked absolutely lost in the outfield on in terms of defense <laughs> last year. But he had after that, uh, sh- like a rough first half, he put together a nice little stretch there. And I think just worrying about first base and DH is going to be good for his mental. Um, and I, I got Ryan Mountcastle representing the Orioles in the All Star game this year. Ooh, over Cedric um, Mullins. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, could see it. But no, yeah, I think he's a guy that when you see him connect with the ball, it is very nice. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm sold on him. I'm hoping he has a good year, gives our Orioles fans something to cheer about. Um, Are you implying Orioles fans exist? <laughs> I am implying Orioles fans. Oh. They, look, hey, they got a nice ballpark. <laughs> they have oh. one of the best ballparks in all of baseball. They have a really nice ballpark. Yeah. It's Too bad their team is uh, bad. Yeah, let me get let me get the so yeah in June Mount Castle put up uh uh OPS over a thousand hit nine homers July slug tapered off a bit August was another great month for him and 1183 OPS with eight homers again the guys had some really good months um and yeah, I'm I'm looking for him to yeah. put it I, I think the important thing though about the Orioles is unlike the Blue Jays, they did not deal with any Oakland legends. And so I think they're just destined to be bad still. Oh, I don't know it's why just the way just it reminded, is. I don't know why you just reminded me of this, but a note that I have <laughs> is that I'm really so they signed, believe it or not, um, some teams like the A's don't realize you could be bad and still sign free agents. They signed oh. you know, Robinson Chirinos, mm-hmm. um, uh, Chris Owings, Jacob Nottingham, mm-hmm. Jordan Lyles, and most notably, Rugned Odor. They did and my, get note, Odor. my note is that I'm really excited for Odor to be in the AL East and to play against the Red Sox a bunch of times. So um, <laughs> my dad will see him swing way too big and just be audibly disappointed <laughs> <laughs> that it. happens every time my dad watches rugnet odor he's like why is this little guy <laughs> i just hope odor gets his beard back because man that looked weird that was bad yeah bad. yeah my it's funny yeah so brian you already said your notes on the orioles earlier my <laughs> mine were uh bad team continues to be bad more news at 11 um Fair enough. Yeah, I think they're. Gonna, I think that this is a team that is going to be battling it out with the A's for who is the worst team in baseball. Yes, for sure. Um, though gonna, the I think they're going to be a little bit more exciting because they're going to have Mullins, Mountcastle, Hayes, Mancini, Santander, Santander. You yeah. know, Odor. <laughs> I think. I think the only. I, I guess they are. I, I should say they are battling it out with the A's for who's the worst team in baseball, but with like the caveat of like. They're battling out for worst record. I think the A's are a significantly worse team, but the A's don't have to play the rest of the AL East. Yes. And I would say the A's probably will have better pitching than the Orioles, while the Orioles will yeah. not be able to pitch. But yeah, I basically just like thing. I think that the uh, the race is like it's it's going to be between those two teams to see uh, who can get under fifty wins in just the worst ways possible. <laughs> 
No doubt. Well, one thing I wanted to add is, I don't know about you, but for me, the thought with Cedric Mullins is probably going to be another solid year, but just anticipating some regression. But then I don't know, because when we've learned that Cedric Mullins was battling Crohn's disease literally all year last year, Mm -hmm. now has that a lot more under control. It's like, wait, is he going to be able to just focus more on baseball and be even better this year? That would be incredible. Yeah, I mean, last year was an insane season for him. Like, I'm looking at the numbers, 291 average, 30 home runs, 518 slugging, 360 on base. Like, that's an insane season for it. The defense he plays in center field along with that, like, he can regress a little, and the Orioles will still be more than happy he's on their roster. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But just so. wanted to shout out that he was did all that while battling Crohn's disease last Which year. Which is extremely impressive. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah so I, I have him under fifty it. wins. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oof. Whoa, you don't have Cole Solcer, their closing <laughs> pitcher, um, carrying them no. to more than that. Uh, nope. no, no, I do not. <laughs> I have him getting under ten saves. Yikes! No reliever on the Orioles will have more than six saves. So, Brian, do me a favor. Uh, close out your fan graphs page so you're it's not close. looking at okay. Adam, give me and Brian three names, one of them being a name that you made up, and we're gonna tell you uh the other two Orioles <laughs> pitchers, and we're gonna have to tell Here's, you which okay, one I'm, is fake. I'm gonna do something slightly better. All right, so I'm not gonna make up a name, but I will give you a Baltimore single A player as one of those. <laughs> okay, with a Baltimore single A. So I want to see yeah, if you can if you can pick out a single A player oh, yeah. or an actual Baltimore okay. relief pitcher. I like this. All right. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. You've got uh, Zach Louther. Okay. That's uh, that's that's one. He seems. Oh, I have a distinct advantage here. I watched the AL East a lot. That is yeah, true. I never watched the AL East. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's quick. a bit unfortunate. Let's, let's go, though. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's get, um, uh, Noah DeNoyer had to get a Noah, Noah DeNoyer, um, and Mike Bauman. I've never heard of any of these guys. (laughs) I'm going to say DeNoyer is the single a, I know for sure. Zach Lowther's um major league but the other two it's 50 50 yeah i i'm honestly agreeing with the noah because like mostly just because you're like i had to get a noah in there yeah i, I had to get a noah. a noah he is so, a single a yeah okay. he is indeed a single a player okay. here hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna do a 50 50 let's oh, see man. can i get oh. another let me see if name. i can get one another another big league name all right um all right here we go i got garrett farmer and I got Isaac Matson. Oh no, I have no idea. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what say. position? Um, they are both relief pitchers. Oh my god. I'm gonna say Isaac is the minor leaguer. Yeah, same. Dang, that's a darn shame. Isaac's actually a major leaguer. He's just uh, out for injury right now, but oh. he is on the major league roster. That's Garrett unfair. Farmer is a double A pitcher. <laughs> Bro, 
bro, if you gave me a actual MLB guy, not hurt, I'd 100% would have gone. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure, bud. <laughs> hey, shout out Isaac Matson. I hope your shoulder soreness. Um, yeah, I hope it, I hope it gets better. <laughs> you can come on the pod if you want. Hit oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Louther. Get on oh, here. Oh, man. Uh, that's That's rough. Yeah, well, Baltimore's just it's it's a rough one for them. Hey guys, guess what? And we uh, get baseball this and, week. Yeah, we get baseball this week in like four days. Woo-hoo. Starts on Thursday. Oh yeah. I'm going to a game Saturday. I'm excited. I'm Please? pumped. Noah's gonna be ordering on death next week in his half marathon. Oh yeah. Um nice. I'll be at work. Hey, <laughs> see, just all having blast. Baseball is back. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, I, I didn't oh, I didn't give my AL East wins prediction. Oh, okay. Give it to I us. did say the Orioles were under 50. I had the Red Sox, Rays and Yankees all at 91 with the Jays at 101. Wow. Ooh. So See, I so the Rays, Red Sox, Yankees, I think 91. I think they'll all be from like 90 to 94, so I like that. But I personally would also put the Blue Jays with them no 101 101 dalmatians that's 101 101 blue jays yeah um yeah what do you think I, about the over-unders Noah? um i mean i think that's fair though if for me having the blue jays win i'd probably had them more at a 95 you know yeah probably around there. i do have one last kind of question before we end here because uh you know we've we've obviously run through all of our predictions but um i want a super bold world series prediction who are the two teams who wins let me bring shebang i gotta think about this right yeah yeah, because like and this is sort of off of uh was it uh, trevor plouffe who made the prediction last year who Got it 100% right. Are, are we saying a team over another team? on A team on over Lucas? another team in how many games? Oh, ooh, just something super bold. Yes. I'd like, yeah, per, like borderline prophetic. Hmm. Well, do you have, do any, you have do you one have already? What yeah. we think? I do. Um, did we want, I mean, I can, yeah, I guess I can do yeah, mine. No, say why we look. I can do mine long. now. Um. I have, and this is, you know, me being a homer, I have the Blue Jays over the Brewers in six. Okay. Blue Jays over the Brewers in six. Okay, okay, okay. I have the Tigers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the Tigers over the Pirates. <laughs> Sorry, I know last week I said it was the Rangers, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Oh, it, this is hard. This is... Yeah, no, I agree. It's 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 a, it's a you have to see into the future, and it's like, how bold do I want to be? You know? Yeah. Do I want to go very crazy? <laughs> wow! I just realized I pulled up the Pakota standings projections just to like look at them for this. Yeah, and they have the San Diego Padres projected to go ninety-one and seventy. That's actually that's so wrong. Dumb. Or ninety-one that's and seventy. Just incorrect. That 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 is actually really insane. That's... Okay, I'm gonna go as bold 
as anyone has ever gone before. Okay. The Rocky. No. Okay. But still, I am. I'm going Mariners over Phillies in seven games. Thanks. So Holy. I, I was actually going to say Yankees over Phillies in six. So I had, I was going to go Phillies too. So wait, Brian, you're going Yankees over Phillies? Yep. In six. In six. Wow. Both you guys saying Phillies to the. I just, I don't know, man. The Phillies, they have the offense. They have the pitching, like playoff time. Maybe the defense just like, let's do this thing. You got Kiermaier out there. I'm thinking. Oh, that's, that's, it's a bold prediction. That's what I was looking for. I mean, the Brewers are, I would say probably the fate or no, the Dodgers are the favorite out of the national league. The fact none of us said the Dodgers is kind of wild, but I, yeah, I agree. (laughs) I mean, Brewers is um, kind of a crazy. I was thing, never gonna yeah. say the Dodgers, regardless, though. No, I knew you weren't. <laughs> I kind of expected Noah to. But well, yeah. if you just told me predict the World Series, it's one thing. But if you tell me to you make a bold, bold prediction. oh no, yeah, I'm saying yeah, it's it's. I want it to be a little more bold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the Brewers. That's my bold NL prediction. Yeah, I was. That's so weird. Wow, that Noah said the Phillies because that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> nice. I do also uh, like that we are all committed to AL supremacy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, National League's better. Uh, <laughs> Look, you predicted the Yankees to win the World Series. I don't want to hear anything else from you. <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> anyway, um, I have these written down so that we can all be wrong later. Oh, until one of us are right. Yay. One day. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> that's... <laughs> okay, and next week, we'll have baseball. We'll have- baseball to talk about crazy 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 baseball and with that we'll see you guys next week later goodbye